boom, All bingo. Right. Praise God. Good to be back with you. All right, good, good, good to have you on, man. I'm so glad we were talking about. I just had a last guest on had Skype, man. Skype is. I'm so glad you got Zoom. <laughs> it, it, <laughs> yeah, Skype is terrible sometimes. Uh, I yeah. use it a lot for my client sessions, but it can be it can be really tough sometimes. Yeah, they always got trip wires to, to go. Well, man, listen, 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 Bill. This is kind of in the second in the series. We're talking about demonization of America. I know you're an yeah. exorcist, but man, is is this country gone so deep? to the bottom uh i i don't even know if there's any hope left what's your take on all this there is the the only hope is that a great and terrible day is coming and god did not tell me when he's coming back jesus himself doesn't even know that but when the father's had enough which i believe is going to be very soon i strongly believe it daniel Mm -hmm. uh then a great and terrible day is coming and woe to those who are doing all this wickedness in America and on this planet because they're going to have their day. And look, I don't wish anything bad on anybody, but those that are doing what they're doing, that those that have participated in the destruction of this country, and it is destroyed, there's no savior, there's no coming back, there's no human savior. Um, this, in my opinion, is finished. This is a when we see things like we're seeing taking place right now, there's no coming back from that. The only way that you could come back from that would be if Yahweh himself appointed a man to be the king, not a president, not someone, a king that would have full power over everything and then would eradicate the evildoers and the evils that are taking place in this country and the world. That'd be the only way, which uh, again, biblically, we don't see that. We see biblically uh, to where he'll send Yahshua, Jesus, the Christ back in here, and then all hell is going to break loose. And and there's even going to be some of those carnival barkers that are um, some of these phonies uh, in the high religious places, and they know who they are, and God knows who they are as well. And they're going to say, oh, Lord, Lord, we cast demons out. We did all these great things in your name. He's going to say, depart from me, you worker of iniquity, for I never knew you. Mm-hmm. Now, we're all going to stand for something. I've, I've made a lot of mistakes in my life, and, and I will stand accountable for them. I've asked God to forgive me, and I believe that he has. But I'll stand just the same, just like every other man, uh, every man, for whatever mm-hmm. we have done in the wrong way. However... Those types who wake up every day with an agenda, and their agenda is to kill, rob, and destroy, just like the devil. That's his daily agenda. And I do believe, Daniel, that the power lead on this earth, A, you can't be one of them unless you are sold out, and B, if you are one of them, then they are taking direct orders from the underlings of the devil himself. So the Mm. devil has these underlings. You call them reptilians. You call them whatever you want to call them. They are the foot soldiers for the devil, and they give the directives from the devil to these power elite on the earth. This is why our world and America is upside down and backwards, because Mm -hmm. Yahweh Mm. is allowing the devil to have this short time to literally try and recreate the world in his image after his kind, after his likeness. And this is why we see what we see. 
just think about this, Daniel. In, in our day, as children, you know, I'm 56, so I was born in 1966. I grew up in the 70s. You, we went outside and played till dark. You didn't have to mm-hmm. worry about, you know, kids being snatched or anything like right. that. It was, it, you know, you you could. You look at this now and you go, wow, your kid can't even go out of the house. Basically, I mean, look at that story that seven-year-old a girl, that little girl that she was outside playing and that I'm, I'm really trying to trying to bite my tongue because I'm, trying to, I, I'm so worked up over this. This FedEx individual, boy, I wish I was in charge of his fate. But anyway, <laughs> um, wow. he... Uh, okay. He took this little girl and did God knows what oh. and, and killed her. And it just, it boils my blood. And I, I my heart breaks for her parents. Uh, an innocent child who did nothing to no one is taken by a scumbag like this. Mm. And, and then this happens and there's no fix in this, Daniel. I mean, I hope they get an attorney and I hope they file the largest lawsuit ever, but that's not going to bring their little girl back. Mm-hmm. I mean, how... So we're in a country now to where these evildoers of all these wicked and heinous acts, they have records a mile long. Mm -hmm. They go to jail for a little while and they get back out. How is it possible that individuals like this get back out of jail and they do the same crimes Mm -hmm. over again? Mm -hmm. It's a game. And so this is to try and sum this up, in my opinion. This is the spirit of rebellion that has come on the world from the devil, especially America, because America stirs the pot of the world. Everything centers around America. Mm-hmm. And so uh, the devil has this spirit of rebellion. And as part of the spirit of rebellion, it is a spirit of lawlessness. Therefore, anybody can do anything, anytime, anyhow, any way, except for a select few of us who stand up for what's good and right, we're vilified. We're haters. We're not part of the crowd and we're not down with the causes. Therefore, we are outcast and we are targets. And I'm sorry to say that. I really am because I love all people and I've helped people from all walks of life. However, I'm not down with the causes. I'm not a part of the gangs. Mm -hmm. And therefore, that makes me and someone like you and others like us targets. And, yeah. Uh, hey, you you remind me. I, this week came out. Uh, you know who Kirk Cameron is, right? Yeah. He mm-hmm. wanted he wanted to go to the library and, and do a a presentation, and the li- the library says well, you're going to mention God or the Bible. You're not you're not part of our educational system here. You're not allowed here. Uh, we'll yep. continue to have our our drag queens. Uh, yep. and, you know, I was so I'm watching just a, a Christmas. You know, I'm gonna get in a Christmas spirit. So I'm gonna watch a Christmas movie, and I see, you know, it's about Father Christmas or Santa Claus, and he he loves all the children. I'm thinking, of course, it was made in '85, and I'm thinking he loves all the children, but today's children are so messed up and so sexualized that he wouldn't even recognize the children. You know, uh, so I mean, it's like yeah. they're just ripping away. The fabric of our society and 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 tearing away the the innocence of our children Correct. in this country and putting back the most despicable kind of garbage ever 
Uh, hey, but I, there is a good news over here. I heard this too, right. uh, that a drag queen went to a, a library and then the guy started uh, reading scripture because I think oh, he was probably got rid of the drag queen really quick. I, well, they did. They, they said the parents went running out of there. The, yeah. I think the guy was a Christian. He used their own crap against them. He went in and said, hey, my drag queen he said, come on in. Then he starts quoting scripture. And I thought, man, that that's the end of that. That, that, that. I thought that was brilliant, man. That's kind of play. I think that is brilliant. So I'm, I'm hoping it's a true well, story. We're, we're in a, such a sad state of affairs now that they, I read this little blurb before I went to bed this morning, that they are considering no longer prosecuting pedophiles because uh, they're going to try and supply them with blow up dolls that might deter them from doing their wicked and heinous acts with children. They can do it with the blow up dolls. This is a real news story, Daniel. This is how far society has fallen. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to tell you this right now. Again, I love everybody, and I would give the shirt off my back, and I have for people to do anything for anybody. But I'm not weak. I'm a very powerful individual, empowered by the power of God. So therefore, I'm strong, I'm aggressive, I'm fierce, I'm intense. That's who I am, and that's who I will always be. And if I were appointed the leader of this mess, I'd empty out the prisons. Believe me, they, oh my goodness, these liberals, <laughs> they would, they call me the worst names ever. There'd be no more of these people, uh, murderers and rapists and pedophiles, they would no longer be with us on this earth. That I can assure you of. And mm -hmm. I'm telling you, Daniel, oh, I'd be the, the most hated man on planet earth, especially in America. But I guarantee you, we'd clean this up very, very quickly. And things would change because in order for society to stay in order and to be in the proper order, you have to follow a rule of law. Mm -hmm. There are rules and guidelines for all of us to follow. There is a moral compass. There is a line that is in the center that we must try and stay on in order to be the best that we can be in each and every day. And that's absolutely destroyed now. So these people could do anything and everything. Why? Because they can. What happened to the laws that used to be so stringent against child abuse and all these stuff? I saw another story, Daniel, made me sick. Uh, two transgenders had somehow had gotten this baby and were trying to get the baby to suck on the nipple of the man. Right. This is just an abomination beyond abominations and it's sickening. It's disgusting. It's so far out of order, but it fits in the perfect order of the devil, which is order out of chaos. Uh, we have this question here from uh, uh, an army vet says, are you familiar with a, a, adrenochrome and are the people who use it demon possessed because of its you better use? better believe it. Uh, this is the most powerful drug on planet earth and the power elite and all of your favorite stars and performers and entertainers. A lot of them are doing it. A lot of your politicians, a lot of your people in the high places in the religious places, they're all doing it. And this is, uh, I've studied about this. According to what I've studied, it's the most powerful drug on planet earth that we know of. And it is uh, far more addictive than crack. So when these people, do it the first time they're hooked and they got to have more and more and more and more. And I find it interesting. What is it like 2000 people go missing every day in America? A lot. A lot. Where's these people going? And then when you factor in the people that are missing around the world, where are all these people going? Well, in my opinion, 
Now, I believe that some of these people, unfortunately, end up in a bad way and they're harvested uh, for that adrenochrome, that, that very wonderful and potent drug. Uh, I've seen recent videos of good old Madonna laying there on a table, getting an IV. She's getting blood uh, put into her body. This is so the, these people now, you know, she's a 65, 66 year old woman. Uh, think she's 30, trying to look 30. <laughs> Martha Stewart, 81-year-old woman going around posing topless. These people are all doing it, and they are doing it because it comes from the principles of Aleister Crowley, before him, Madame Blavatsky, Rasputin, all the way back to Egypt. These are black magic practices that if you follow, uh, especially with the blood, it's all about the blood, if you follow in these practices, then you have found the fountain mm. of youth and you'll always be young and uh, vibrant okay, now, and you'll live forever. And now, that's the lie that they buy into. Well, see, that, that's it's it's interesting you say that's in the blood because everything that God has, the demons have a copy. And the yeah. Bible clearly says the life is in the blood. Yeah. So that must that's mean right. that the demons and their masters are trying to put their life in, or are not trying, are putting their life into humans. Correct. That's exactly because it right. says that because it says that he would wants to sit in the throne as God to be as God and that Correct. is one thing that God does and he says unless you drink of my blood and eat of my flesh you shall not inherit so the devil's just making the same promise eat he's the flesh and drink mimic. the blood he's a master mimic he mimics everything that God does and he puts a vulgar twist on it so his twist is upside down and backwards and this is why uh, if you've studied anything about Aleister Crowley he said, a man must learn to think and talk and walk backwards. They want you to do everything in reverse because that's the order of the devil. Hmm. All right. By the way, speaking of, you, you mentioned celebrities. We have a poll on the Edge's website. It says, who needs the exorcist the most? Um, and uh, the Democrat Party, drag queen, CNN, China, <laughs> myself. So if somebody out there, you feel like you have a demon, go ahead and check that one. But then Twitter and then this last one. Kanye West. Now, if anybody uh -huh. need, if anybody needed an exorcist, and I'm thinking that guy there, did, did, and I, I'm pretty sure you saw the video of him on Alex Jones. What? Can I, I, saw can, it. Can I, I don't know. Can I say what the hell with you? Yeah, of course. Okay. We're, well, what the hell? What the hell? We're talking real. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> what, what's going on there? What is and wrong with that guy? Here's what's worse, though, Daniel. Here's what's worse. Now, I want you to think about this for a second. You're an intelligent man. Yep. Sure. How is it possible that this individual? His best friend is Marilyn Manson, who is one of the worst Satanists. And I mean, he's openly satanic. He tells anybody and everybody who he is and what he does and rips Bibles up on stage. And he's thrown puppies into audiences to be ripped apart. And God knows what else. That's his best. That's his business partner. OK, so what did Jesus say? You'll know them by their fruits. Well, right there, his fruit is rotten. Johnny Depp is also tied in with this gang. And uh, Johnny Depp and Marilyn Manson are best buddies and all this kind of stuff. So anyway, so good old Kanye, yay, he calls himself. Yee, yay, who knows what. Yeah, whatever. He, he wrote this book that was a copy of the Bible and took every mention of Yahweh and Jesus out and replaced his own name. Okay, so he did this. This very same individual then declares that he is a Christian and he goes to Joel Osteen's church for almost $400,000 to appear, by the way, 
uh, and he did, and he showed up there, and good old Joel launched him, and and then um, he infiltrated into the Christian community and fleeced them for millions and millions of dollars, number one Christian CD and all this kind of stuff, and everybody thinks, yay, he's a Christian, and they follow along. He's the Pied Piper, this individual. And if I'm wrong, yay, come on on here with uh, Daniel and I and tell me how wrong I am. Come on to my little show and tell me how wrong I am. Jesus said, you will know them by their fruits. And from what we see, pal, your fruit is rotten to the core. Comes out of these uh, masks and then has the uh, uh, Balenciaga uh, mouth guard. All these stars are involved in the support of this pedophile thing, Balenciaga. Uh, so they're all uh, in together in because they're getting paid millions and millions and millions of dollars to be a part of this thing. And so this is an individual that a lot of Christians would say, oh, no, no, yeah, he's a Christian. No, he's, well, I got a bridge I'll sell you. If you think that guy's a Christian, if that's somebody that you want to follow after, you better get on your knees and repent because you are not following God. You're worshiping a man. That's an idol right there. You're worshiping him and you're following him. And God will have a, a very bad response for that, for your idol worship. I can assure you of that because I think the first commandment says, you shall have no other gods before me. Mm-hmm. He won't share his glory with another. So guess what? If you are following after somebody like that, you better get on your knees and repent like mm. ASAP. All right. Uh, Felix has this question, uh, Brother Bill says, uh, can you tell us who or what are the principalities in Ephesians 6? Well, these principalities is part of the... Uh, now, this, this is a very good question because powers and principalities can either come from heaven or from the devil. So there are powers and principalities, heavenly bodies, that are over specific areas um, and lands or whatever it may be around the world, but there's also satanic powers and principalities that reside over homes, areas, uh, lands, landmarks, mm-hmm. landmats. So that's a very good question, but yes, they, the powers and principalities could be in the divine realms or in the demonic realms. Mm-hmm. Um, it seems that the only thing the, the 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 administration is interested in is 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 sexual stuff. Now we just made this big trade with this guy that we had that the Russians had in prison. I don't know what that guy's name is, Griner or somebody. It's, uh, well, the the warlord. His last name is Bout, uh-huh. and uh, he's he's a very dangerous individual. And the little bit of studies that I've done on him. You, this is a warlord. This is a, a man that's connected to the highest powers on the mm-hmm. earth mm-hmm. and is probably responsible for thousands of murders, if not more. And I know we're, I know we're being mocked by the Russians for the trade that we made with this guy that, I don't know, I guess that's a guy, this big, tall, eight-foot-looking oh, thing. Oh, the grinder, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, so I so see, the way I look at it is it was man-for-man trade, so I don't know how they I, look at it. But my, my, it, yeah. but my point is, uh, it's, it's not our southern border being assaulted or inflation or gas prices or all the bad stuff of uh, crime or anything else. It's get a, get a, get a trend, get a, get a, a gay woman who's, you know, 
who is smoking if, dope, if who really hates America. Woman, I'm not convinced that that's a woman, Daniel. Well, I'm not convinced either. Look at that thing. Yeah. I mean, the surgery didn't go well, is what I can tell. But but I mean, yeah. but it goes by my point. All they think about are how to sexualize kids. Whatever you know, we have this guy, this bald-headed guy, who was caught was stealing just, a purse. You just took the thoughts out of my head. I was going there next. Yeah. I, I, I yeah. hate to put the visual. I hate to bring that visual back up to you. Bald-headed, mustache, wears a dress. Dress, lipstick. There's a picture of him walking three guys with uh, leather and muzzles. Yep. yep. He he's like a furry dude. I mean, he, and, he holds and, a high position in the Department of Energy. Yeah, and so let but, that sink in for a second. Yeah, so he's charged. He's charged with felony, and and they just said, well, he's on leave right now. In other words, they're just waiting for the news to clear so they can and bring him back. He'll go back to work. Where he'll be back. He'll usual. be right back. But that, that's the only kind of people they want us hire. It's the only kind of people they want to talk about. The only yeah. kind of people they want to make prisoner swaps with. The only kind of people they only kind of lessons they want to teach in school. I mean, this obsession is gross. And it's demented and demonic. And right. I, I can't, you know, man, I always said 10 years ago that we couldn't project in our mind, a normal person couldn't project in our mind how bad it's going to be in 10 years because we can't think that evil. But here we are, and it's more evil than you can, and the things that's going on are so despicable. Right. I don't know what the next, I don't know what the next 10 years is going to be, uh, Brother Bill. If there is 10 years, I'm convinced. And again, look, I don't know this, and, and I wouldn't call myself a prophet. I wouldn't dare because God has not told me when that great and terrible day is coming. But in my spirit and in my mind, if we have two more years left, I'll be surprised. And I, I look, I don't, I'm not calling for destruction. I don't, but I'm telling you right now, all you have to do is read the Bible and this is all taking place before nothing's new under the sun. This is all taking place before. And then God finally had enough mm -hmm. and he brought destruction. Mm -hmm. And I'm convinced that it's coming soon. Uh, we see things going on in the world right now that I've never seen in my 56 years of life. Mm -hmm. Animals that are walking in circles. Yeah. Uh, Ooh, uh, yeah. Uh, insects doing the same thing. No I way. Saw a clip with fish that are doing the same thing in the waters. They're rotating around in circles continuously. I saw a clip a few days ago from Seattle, Washington. This man, snow on the ground out there, cold day, and thousands and thousands of crows all in the trees, on the rooftops. He's never seen anything like it in his life. You know, the birds are normally going south when for the winter, and these things were everywhere, and they were, it looked like a scene from the Alfred Hitchcock movie, The Birds, and uh, so I'm telling you now, Daniel, and I'm telling the world, you better get ready. And mm -hmm. and again, I wouldn't dare say when that day is coming because I don't know. But I do believe that it is coming soon. Uh, the mm -hmm. wildlife is now giving indications that something is up. So either, mm -hmm. either the wildlife is being affected from God himself and perhaps angels that could be sending a message that they're trying to give to us or through devices such as CERN and HARP, which have been active over the last several months. Perhaps some type of disturbance has been caused in the atmosphere that is now affecting the wildlife and, and, and the birds and the uh, fish and all the sea life and the insects. Because mm -hmm. uh, I'm telling you right now, Daniel, something is going on. I've never seen this mm -hmm. before with these things going in circles like this. You know, interesting when you were saying that I just thought of this, uh, there's a collage of videos that you, you can watch but 
pe people have who got the shot who die and they're on video you see them s spinning around in a circle sometimes and pointing up as if something yeah. is coming to get them. You see them. Sometimes you see them go like this, like out of fear. Yep, sometimes they're, re that, yeah. they're reaching up. Sometimes they spin around. Have you yep. seen those? I have. I have seen those. What are they seeing? They're, they're Obviously, they're seeing something that is out of sight to us, the, the people in this world. So uh, obviously, they're seeing something. Is it something coming to get them? I don't know, but I do believe they're seeing something with the pointing and all that. You better believe it. I, I have seen several of those clips, and I agree with you. They're seeing something, and then they're dropping. And so we see this as well all over the world, and the media is doing their best to cover it up that, you know, unfortunately, people that have taken that, they, mm -hmm. they are dropping, and they're dropping in millions. And did I, did I just do everything they can to cover it up. Did, did I just read that Rod Stewart's 10-year-old son had a heart attack? I didn't see that, but it wouldn't surprise me. I mean, there's uh, many stories of these children having heart attacks now mm -hmm. and strokes. The one boy, a 17-year-old boy, he, his father was playing the piano. They were doing a, uh, I don't know if it was a church course thing or something. The father was playing the piano. He was singing. He dropped dead right in the middle of singing, 17 years old. Now, if somebody in the live chat watching the program, if you've seen the, that the, uh, that uh, video I'm talking about there, then uh, just drop a line. What, what was my question on that? Was uh, um, that are they seeing seeing things? I'm just wondering if 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 they did take the shot. Oh, I'm talking about Rod Stewart's son. If somebody got that article or they read it, put something about I that. I believe in it. Yeah, uh, I can absolutely believe it. I'm just wondering if the shot has altered the DNA and the 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 person whose DNA is now altered. As actually, and this is a scary thing because it's, it's a statement it I don't want to make. Thing. It's a statement I don't want to say is true because I know somebody's watching the show probably got some honest and probably going to church or whatever. But I'm just wondering if it changes to where you're now owned and they're coming to get their property and they're seeing they're seeing that. I don't know. I mean, it's weird. I'll say this. People should do some research. Uh, just research the jab. DNA and 144,000 research that and that'll bring some clarity to this situation. All right. We have, um, go ahead. We have this question. Uh, we have, go this, ahead, Dan. Yeah, yeah, have, I don't want to get too far into this because I don't want to upset people, but, and I pray for anybody that has taken that. That's well, for sure. Well, I mean, if, if, if little kids get molested and mutilated, doesn't upset you. I mean, what we're talking about is pretty lame stuff. All right. Um, did did the messenger angel watchers assume human bodies that enabled them to mate with human women? They must have because uh, they were. So again, now think about this: in demonic possession, a demonic spirit is able to inhabit a host body to act out. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. So. If that is true, which I know it is, because I've seen it firsthand many times throughout my life and career, uh, then absolutely I would believe that the watchers, Benai Elohim, whatever you want to call them, uh, you better believe they could come and assume uh, a human body and then carry out uh, those types of uh, sexual acts to produce uh, that hybrid offspring of giants called the Nephilim. Absolutely. I believe that. Mm -hmm. Well, it looks like we got confirmation in the live chat it says, yes, uh, he had a, 
he had a heart attack or a panic attack or something, had to go to the hospital, and he was 10 years old. Somebody, wow. asked the, somebody asked the question, well, how's Rod Stewart, who's about 70, got a 10-year-old kid? Well, <laughs> he's got to be near 80, Daniel. <laughs> Rod Stewart's got to be pushing 80. I know. I know, man. Sorry to hear that. But, you know, like you said, uh, you can read 100 stories and article after article, and, and it's always the same. Uh, yeah. Too quickly, unexplained, no reason given, unexpectedly. Correct. and But nobody says, wait a minute. We, this is weird. But nobody's saying that. It's just like it's, just like it's a, not a thing. There, there's two recent deaths, uh, Christine McVie from Fleetwood Mac and Kirstie Alley, that uh, they gave very little coverage on. They died of a sudden and unexpected. Well, they did say with the, the Kirstie Alley story, she had a sudden cancer. It was a sudden, um, uh, oh, what was it? Some type of uh, colon cancer, I think. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, you know, oh, it just suddenly came upon her. She's gone. Christine McBee, it was an undisclosed illness, and she died very quickly. And so, okay. We're, we're, they're doing their best to cover this up. Mm-hmm. Absolutely doing their best to cover it up. And meanwhile, it continues to happen. You have people dying live on the air. That reporter over there in uh, Britain that was giving a live newscast, he died on air suddenly. Mm-hmm. There's a recent clip. Um from a basketball, I'm trying to remember where it was from, Georgia or somewhere. They're live on TV, two sportscasters, and all of a sudden the one sits back in his chair and he starts convulsing and shaking and he's just looks like he's dying. And uh, the story was there that he was dehydrated and he's going to be okay. Well, that guy looked like he was dying to me. <laughs> I never seen anybody convulse like that over dehydration. So de- de- dehydrated. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That sure does kill a lot of people, man. I mean, in fact, that's what they said about Hillary when she uh, she said uh-huh. a few years ago she said she was dehydrated and they, that's why she collapsed and they took yeah. her through, they threw her in a van and they took her to her, mm-hmm. her daughter's apartment. But now that went ahead all over the place and yeah. uh, Angela Merkel, same thing. Uh, the shaking fits and all this stuff and. Mm-hmm. Well, it's all part of the demonization of America, but boy, I tell you, doesn't the current America make what we know of Sodom and Gomorrah, doesn't it seem like they were pretty lame? This is Sodom come again, and this is why I say history repeats itself. So just think of that big wheel, like on the show Price is Right, that big wheel that goes round and round mm-hmm. and round. That's life. Life is a big wheel, and I don't know how Yahweh does this, and, and he knows. We don't know. We're not supposed to know. His ways are not our ways. His thoughts are not our thoughts. However, my best guesstimation of this is life is a big wheel. It spins around, and it clicks in to repeated history. So history does repeat itself. And when it does, uh, it's going to be eradicated. So there's, there's going to be um, an answer from God to where he has to rectify the evil. He has to do something to eradicate it because it can't go on like that. And all you have to do is read the Old Testament. And there are other places like Nineveh, uh, mm-hmm. Jonah, swallowed up by the whale which i believe was a ufo and it's taken and put out on the beach and this is a case where god imposed his will on somebody we all have free will but this is one case where god imposed his will and made jonah go to deliver that message to the king of the ninevites and said if you do not repent and change your ways god is bringing destruction on you 
And so Jonah went, didn't want to go. He went, gave the message, and the king took him seriously and rent his mm -hmm. cloak, tore mm -hmm. his cloak, and repented and had the people to repent. And God forgave them. And they lived in peace and prosperity for a hundred years. And then after a hundred years, they went back to their wickedness and God destroyed them. Mm -hmm. So our God is a loving God. He created all of us. He created everything. Mm -hmm. So he does love us. And that's why he hasn't. It's why he's taken so much and still taking so much now because he loves us. But make no mistake, when he's had enough, look out. You know, I think there's a compilation of 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 a broadcasters, newscasters, falling over on camera, and you know they say, well, it's just a normal old thing. Well, yeah, this seems only normal in the last two years. I mean, there's a, yeah, there's... Daniel, I've never seen that before prior prior to that's for sure. Mm. And you're right there when you think about it, there is quite a compilation there of uh, many of these um, different media personalities mm -hmm. another thing i noticed it, it, you know there's interesting about um some spiritual law or something that manifests these people that describe who they are for instance ellen degenerate peter butt gig i mean mm. there's just something about mm -hmm. like there's some sort of mocking there of the names that describe who these people are as if they were assigned that because that's, that's the demon that took over them. Wouldn't doubt it. But, but so there's always this sort of announcement of what these people do. Uh, and one of the things that I want to bring up is people that specifically have went out of their way to tell people to get the shot, brag about it, put it on Facebook or Twitter Show them in with the needles, too. and, and the, the most notable ones died. They collapsed, or they, you know, they, 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 they inexplicably too young and all this. Is, is, but I'm just saying, there's something spiritually connected to bragging about it, and them dropping dead. The ones who's sort of the notable ones. I, I don't know if you, have you seen. Our God you won't know? be mocked. Our God won't be mocked. So you can. Uh, it reminds me that. I can't think of her name. Uh, I don't watch any of that garbage, but I do see the clips. This woman comedian, she was on stage and she was mocking God, mocking Jesus and all that. And all of a sudden she had this seizure fit and dropped right down like a rock, dropped right on the stage. And so God will not be mocked. Mm -hmm. And and these mockers the, and, and making a mockery of him and doing everything in reverse, uh, like you say, Daniel, some of these people are already starting to pay the price, but this is just a little preview of what is to come because once you anger God mm -hmm. and he's made his mind up on something, mm -hmm. well, then his will be Well, look, look at it this way, Brother Bill. I think you agree with me on this. When um, um, Moses was told to put the blood on the doorpost, was that right? Was it Moses? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That this force of some kind came down and killed everyone who of the firstborn who weren't yeah. protected uh, or right. they'd given themselves over to evil. In other words, uh, they it's described as some, maybe a mist of something, but what if it, don't we have something like that now as, as the, the, the shots are coming down and they're going I around and it. people are signing up for it and they're saying, come yeah. into my house. They're literally, there's some people I'm among, I'm among them say, stay the hell away from my house Correct. Uh, or my family stay, stay the hell away. But there's others 
you know, I'm pleading the blood of Jesus against them. But there are others say, come on, give it to me. I mean, there, yeah. there is, is that, a, could, could that be a connection? Like the sort of the there shot. There is a that... connection because the blood is the connection. Mm-hmm. The blood is the connection. And so the blood, uh, you know, again, everything goes back to the blood. And it's through the blood that DNA is altered and things of that nature, what's taking place. Um, as a matter of fact, Daniel, there's a video. I should have sent this to you before the show. And I've played it on my little show many times. Yahweh's name is on our DNA strand, 10656, and that comes out to YHWH, Yahweh. So his name is on our DNA. And so if you are doing something to alter that DNA, then you are literally trying to remove his name off the DNA by altering it. So that's why I believe that uh, the scripture says that people are cut off when they take the mark they're cut off from God because of that change of DNA now look again I don't want to upset anybody and and I pray for the people that have taken this I pray that God will forgive them and I pray that it's not what I say I I said from day one that it was the mark of the beast I pray that it's not but I can tell you this right now there ain't nobody going to force me to take that Hmm. never they could pull the trigger put the gun to my head pull the trigger do whatever they got to do I'm not taking that Never, ever, under any circumstance. And so I said it from day one, and I still say it now, um, never. And so I pray for the people that have taken it under duress. I've heard people say, oh, I was going to lose my job if I didn't take it. Well, you can always get another job, but you can't get another soul. I'm sorry to say that, but that's that's (laughs) just the way it is. That was was a good one. Uh, I'm sorry to say that, and I pray for anybody that has, and I pray that God will have mercy, for they didn't know what they do, so forgive them, Father, for they mm. know not what they do, and and I hope that it is under that type of thing that maybe God will have mercy and forgiveness, and, and look, I don't want to be right about this, Daniel. I don't want to see anybody perish. I love people. I, my whole MO is to help people every single day of my life. I pray every day that God works for me to be a blessing to somebody. I'm my operations almost like a 24/7 operation. I'm up till 6:30 every morning helping people from all over the world, and mm-hmm. it continues to be that way. As a matter of fact, I'm more busy than ever now. I mean, obviously because of the way America is and the world, um, there are so many people suffering, so many people in need, and I do my best to be there for them, to help them in any way that I can by the power mm-hmm. of God working through mm-hmm. me. So. Mm-hmm. I love people. I want people to do well, but I also speak truth. And sometimes the truth is harsh. And and I, if I'm offending anybody, I'm sorry for that. I'm not trying to offend anybody. I'm just speaking what I believe to be the truth. Mm-hmm. Um, does the does ancestry and 23andMe is that being used to trace people's bloodline? Are they really searching for the bloodline of Jesus? I wouldn't be a part of any of that stuff. I'm no, sorry. Not me either. Uh, no way. I don't trust uh, what, it. What was the other one? Uh, Sue Ancestry. And then what was the other 20, one? 20, one that, yeah, 23 and Me. Yeah, that's that, the big one. And there's a couple other ones like that. Mm-hmm. No thanks. I don't want any parts of any of that stuff. I don't want to give my DNA to anybody. No thanks. Um, hey, if you uh, got a link to that video with the DNA. I see. I see. I'm looking at YouTube. There's three or four of them. I don't know which one you saw. Yeah, it's by Pastor Carl Gallops. Oh yeah, I know him. He was on the show. And it is a fantastic presentation. And I'm telling you right. I'll send you the link, Daniel. I'm okay. telling you right now. It gave me chills 
when I watched it, I already knew this anyway. I knew this, but it was confirmation to me when I saw the video. Mm-hmm. Uh, a, a professor in Israel um, saw this through a microscope and, and traced this down. And it, it's fascinating how he presents it. And I believe every word of it. And it just gave me the chills as I was watching. And just praise God. We praise him for creating us and for having his name on our DNA. You better believe it. We uh, praise him for it. Doug, Doug in Virginia says, are, are, hi, hey, Bill, are you going to have another dinner event anytime soon? I hope so, Doug, and uh, it's good to hear from you, brother. God bless you. I certainly hope so. Uh, they got this. Uh, I was supposed to be making an appearance uh, on January 6th in Maryland, uh, and I'll have that on my website, but I don't know. I'm kind of leaning towards canceling because they have this new strain of COVID in Maryland. My brother and his family right now are very sick from it, and uh, they're calling it a flu, but it is not a flu. It is another strain of this COVID, and I find this interesting, Daniel. Now, I can't prove this, but I said to my wife a few weeks ago, I said, look, I'm always looking up, and they have been spraying our skies very heavily for the last couple of weeks. Now, they've been continuously spraying the skies in America and probably the world, too, since 1996, and that's when HARP came in. Um, So they work together. But um, here lately, they've been heavily spraying the skies, and I said to her, I said, watch. People are going to be a lot of people that get sick now because this stuff comes down. They breathe it in. Um, I think there's 30,000 people a year in America that get lung cancer that never smoked a cigarette. They're breathing in particles of aluminum oxide and it's clogging in their lungs and they're getting lung cancer because these particles are clogging in their lungs. So um, it's they find new and amazing ways how to control the masses and to make them sick. So now this big thing in Maryland and other places as well. California's talking about going back to the mask and all this. Um, This is the newest thing that they've unleashed. And so I'm praying about it and uh, I I may end up canceling because I would feel terrible if I had a public thing like this and a lot of people got sick, I'd feel terrible over that. I don't want that to happen, but Mm -hmm. um, we'll see. I'm going to let God and, and Doug, if I decide to, continue to do it it'll be on my website uh, where the uh, the address of the uh, mm-hmm. um, uh, lecture will be um, Australian Ben it lives in Australia obviously he says our mortality rate jumped an unprecedented 13% in 2022 what the heck is going on with such a drastic increase in sudden deaths yeah they call that sudden adult death syndrome isn't that a cute little title yeah. Sudden adult death syndrome. Where in your lifetime have you ever heard of such a thing? Now all of a sudden this pops up and we know why it's popped up because they had to have a little cover story and a title for these. Oh, we don't know why that mm-hmm. person dropped like that. That's uh sudden, you know, adult death syndrome. You know, that's what that is. And, and you know what, Daniel, people go, uh, most people, not all the people that are awake won't say, it, but most people go, Oh, yeah, that's that sudden adult death syndrome. And they'll just go right along. Mm-hmm. And like they're they're now, right. it's integrated into them to accept mm-hmm. that as what that is. And, oh, yeah, that's what that is. And then next, next. Right, right. They put they put it in the lexicon. They just put it in the conversation like it was always there and always normal. Oh, it's that yeah. thing. Oh. oh, it's that. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Kentucky Girl says, Bill, what about the shedding problem? Well, that's something where we have to pray. So it's just like with my food. 
I pray over every single thing. I don't care if it's water. I don't care if it's a stick of gum. Anything that I put into my mouth and body, I pray. I thank God and praise him for it. I ask him to bless it to my body. And you can do the same thing with that type of thing is ask God to keep you safe because it's going to be impossible. If you have all these people that have gotten this, it's absolutely impossible to be unscathed from fallout like that unless God is keeping a covering over you. Right. And I pray that you will pray that God will keep such a covering over you. Therefore, you won't be affected by it. Now, again, because as, as I was relating the comparison between the angel of death or the smoke or whatever came down and, and killed all the people to yeah. the disbursement of the vaccines, it's the same way. It's been dispersed yeah. out just like that. Correct. Um, so, but now I'll go to uh, Daniel and the lions, or uh, Meshach, Shadrach, and Abednego in, in the fiery furnace. Yeah. They were in there, and the smoke didn't even they didn't have the smell of smoke, and they walked out of there. So here we are, the fiery furnace of say the uh, meteorological uh, chemicals that they're putting out there. Yeah. We could literally be walking under God's protection like they did in the fire. Without, it somehow, like you said, some divine protection, and we wouldn't even know it. But yeah. you can't put that kind of thing past God. God's already told you what the precedent is. This is the kind of thing He can do this at a worldwide scale, an individual scale. Yes, we we can't we can't imagine the power uh, uh, and ability of God and what He can do and what what He will do on I our behalf. Agreement. So it's true. And it's just like Daniel and the lions. Then same thing. Uh, he will keep a covering. So we just have to ask Him for it. And I was saying on my little show last night, Daniel, I'm not trying to scare anybody, but I'm urging you now. I, I can't force you to do anything, nor do I want to, because that would go against your free will. And anything against your free will is not of God. Um, but I'm imploring you. I'm urging you. If you're on the fence about making God first in your life, now is the time to get off the fence. Now is the time to make him first. Now is the time to renew your everlasting covenant with him. And it is time for you to try and do the best that you can do and be the best that you can be. You'll never be perfect. None of us are perfect. We could, you know, we've all make mistakes, but if you make a mistake, get on your knees and repent it and ask God to forgive you for it. And he will, and a blessing will follow that. And so I'm urging you now, because literally just the sand is draining out of the hourglass and you don't want to be caught on the wrong side when all this comes down, because then it's too late. And once it's too late, it's too late. So I'm imploring you now to get off the fence and get on your knees and uh, ask God to forgive you for anything and everything that you've ever done that was not pleasing to him and make and renew and restore your everlasting covenant mm -hmm. with him. It would be the greatest decision that you ever made in your life. Mm -hmm. And I, I can add to that. Those that, that may say have sin in your life or haven't accepted Jesus, you might be condemning yourself for the things you're doing and think that God is condemning you. But, you know, one of the scriptures that I, that I love to read and internalize is there is therefore now no condemnation to them that are in Christ. Yeah. God isn't right. looking to condemn you. He's looking to forgive you. And then people say, well, it can't be that easy. Well, why not? It is that easy. And all you have to do is go to Deuteronomy 28 and you can read the first part, which is the blessings. If you hearken on to the voice of the Lord and then the flip side, the curses, if you do not. Read it. It's all there. It's not rocket science. It's mm -hmm. all there, and it is quite simple. Mm -hmm. uh, people make it more complicated than it needs to be. 
Yeah, brother, what, what what projects are you involved with? You got any books going out there? You making videos? Yeah, my, what's, what's my latest book is uh, Tales from an Exorcist, mm -hmm. and um, we we talked so much the last time we didn't even have a chance to really get into it. But uh, that book is a very powerful account. Yes, it's disturbing in some instances, uh, and it's all one hundred percent true. Um, but it really the the with all my books, Daniel, this is my tenth book. In all of my books, I want the really the, the most important message to be a statement of faith and how by and through our faith and the power of God working through us, we can overcome evil. And we praise God for that. So I am so thankful and grateful to God for every single thing, for everything that he's done for me, for everything that he's doing and for everything that he's going to do. So this mm -hmm. book... Uh, and praise God again. I don't do anything without getting the urging from God to start a project. So when He puts that on me, then I obey that and I go to work. And that's what I did with this book. And uh, it's really reached a lot of people. There's uh, great reviews. I'm very thankful for that, and it's it's doing well. And so far, you know, I've gotten nothing but positive reviews. People saying they couldn't put the book down. Um, and look, yes, some of the content is disturbing because it comes from some of my case files and so I've presented um, probably I don't know six eight or more cases in the book and I start with my own case and my own story an abbreviated version mm -hmm. just to uh, for the readers that might not know who I am or or my story just so they could see where I came from how it all started with me and how God saved me from a hellish life. Uh, my childhood was literally robbed from me, and neither of my parents lived to see the age of 50. My mother died from a cerebral hemorrhage at the age of 44. My father was shot to death at age 48. Many other family members died under tragic and mysterious circumstances. Hmm. Um, and so it was a life that uh, I was... And, and I might add that um, my family and I were physically attacked by demonic entities for many years. Uh, those attacks started for me in um, 1971 all the way up until probably 1978 at age 12. And uh, so I endured a lot of trauma uh, through those attacks, trauma, uh, through family situations to where my dad, who was a, a great man who made terrible decisions and mistakes, Daniel, uh, he was a man that was blessed in every way and, and blessed and favored by God to be highly successful in life and just made some of the worst decisions that destroyed his life and, and in essence mm -hmm. helped to destroy our lives, our family anyway. Mm -hmm. um, and I, looking back on that, I have 100% belief that those demonic forces were able to uh, aid and abet and manipulate and intensify his bad choices. Uh, certainly went under the influence of alcohol. He became, uh, we moved into that house in 1970. And between the years of 1973 and 1975, um, my dad had become a raging alcoholic who phys regularly physically abused my mother. Um, I can recall being eight years old, having to run out of the house and get the police call to my dad because he was just absolutely killing my mother. 
Um, these are horrific memories, and I have no doubt, and I say this all the time, all life operates on frequency and vibration. Why is that? Because when Yahweh spoke the world into existence, he did so by the frequency of his voice. Therefore, that is a principle in life that all life operates on frequency and vibration. And the devil knows this because he held a very high place in heaven as a choir director in charge of the praise and worship music for Yahweh before he mm, lost right. his place. And so he knows how to manipulate the frequencies and vibrations. Therefore, when a person is under the influence of alcohol and or a drug, their frequency and vibration is lowered. And when that's lowered, they're wide open and vulnerable for demonic attack. And that's exactly what was happening in my father's case. And it uh, contributed to a hellish life, um, a life that was so bad that um, I didn't want to live. I, I wasn't going to take pills or slip my wrist or anything, but make no mistake, if someone would have come up with a gun and shot me, I would have been glad for that. Uh, it was a hellish life. So God saved me, transformed my life, and now has given me a life that I wouldn't trade for anybody's life on this planet. And that's what God can do. He makes the impossible possible because that situation was impossible and he made it possible. And I'm forever grateful and thankful to him for that. In, in the book, Tales of an Exorcist, do some of your exorcisms, would you say, ended up that people's lives were completely turned around? Many, yeah. And in every one of these exorcisms that I perform, God has helped me to deliver the person from evil, but not every person remained that way in some instances. And look, I'm every bit as much a counselor as I am an exorcist. So in the beginning of this, I get a profile of what's taking place in the person's life. And I have to know it all. I have to, I don't want to know people's deep and dark secrets. I have to know it because it's all about legal rights. And the more I know, the more we can, if the person trusts me, and, and the reason that God selected me to do this work is because I've been there and I've suffered and I know what it's like to be a victim and I know what it's like to, you know, be in the worst of the worst situations. And so people can trust me and we do have a bond because they know that I've been there. That's why he chose me to do this. So once that is established, then I have to know the worst of the worst of what's taking place in this person's life so we can address it. We can get it up and out and off. And the more that they share with me, it's like popping every link of every chain that the devil has around them. These are legal rights. And we pop every link of every chain. Then I can engage those demonic forces in spiritual warfare by the power of God working through me. It's not me. I'm nothing special. I'm just an agent that God works through. He is the one that deserves all the praise and the thanks and the glory always. And so he works through me to deliver these people from evil. And then after it's all over with, Two things have to happen after that. One, I have to go through the entire home and make sure that there are no demons hiding or lurking anywhere in that home or on the land. So that is uh, quite a process. And then I have to sit down and become a counselor and say, okay, let's put a game, pl a game plan together for your life in moving forward. Here's what you should do. And here's what you shouldn't do. And you can't go back to things that open the doorway for this garbage to come in in the first place. Because if the person does, seven more wicked than the original mm -hmm. are going to come back. And that person is going to be seven times worse off. Mm. 
And it has happened before, Daniel, and I have had to go back to people. And unfortunately, in a couple cases, it, it, it pains me to say this. Um, one was a, a soldier that uh, did tours of duty in Iraq and uh, was a good man, uh, but had substance abuse problems. And um, so I went and performed the spiritual deliverance over the individual and it seemed to be fine. Everything seemed to be fine. And then all of a sudden, just went back into those areas and he ended up uh, taking his life. And mm. just uh, when things like that happen, it's just devastating to me because I want everybody to be free. I want everybody to be delivered. I don't want anybody left behind. So that really kicks me in the gut when something like that happens. And then uh, there have been another case that comes to mind is uh, someone that whew, had severe demonic possession. God worked through me to deliver that person. And they were doing so well for so long. And I was actually going to train that person to do what I do. Hmm. And uh, unfortunately, that person chose a life of drug addiction and uh, just uh, heartbreaking, Daniel, heartbreaking. And um, there's nothing that can be done after that except for pray for the person that they'll look in the mirror one day and say, wow, I can't. Uh, this isn't my life. I can't live this. This is not living. This is existing. This is under the strongest of spiritual strongholds. And uh, I do pray for that uh, for that individual that finally one day um, that they will come to that realization. But uh, those are some of the stories that are not so successful. And it really pains me to even talk about it. But uh, in the bulk majority of the cases, God has worked through me to deliver the person. They go on to have a good life and a quality of life. And they do pay attention to what I say. There are certain prayers that I ask them to say every single day. Uh, one is a daily declaration of victory. So my day starts the same way every single day without fail. Consistent. Um, when I open my eyes, I thank God and praise God for the day. That's the first thing that I do. Life is a gift. We are not promised tomorrow, so we should be thankful for every day. Mm -hmm. Then I get on my knees and pray. Now, by doing that, I have invoked the power of God over my life, and it's a win-win deal. Even if something doesn't go the way I want it to go, God will help me to meet the challenge and overcome it. And that's how I live my life every single day. Then I declare victory. Mm -hmm. And every day of my life, I refuse to lose, Daniel, because if God's with me and for me, nothing or no one is going to stand against me. And that is my approach in life. That's what I call warrior mode. And I'm in that every single day. And then before I go to bed, I say a spiritual warfare prayer. And so I have these prayers on my website, BillJBean.com. Uh, you can go there and, and the prayers are there. Print them out. Look at them copy, paste them, print them out, and make that a part of your daily life. Mm -hmm. And if you do, you're invoking the power of God over your life every single day. So that is my MO. Uh, I pray every single day of my life that God works through me to be a help and a blessing to somebody every single day. So I am, I'm far from perfect. I wouldn't dare claim to be some great, perfect man, because that's a lie. I make mistakes just like everybody else. I try not to. I try to do my best to be my best, but I am a human, human being in a fallen, sin-filled world. So we all make mistakes. We try not to, but that's just the facts. If I said anything other than I'd be a liar, 
oh, my life is great. I never have a problem. And I smile and all this every day and all that. That's a lie. We all have a set of issues and challenges mm-hmm. in life. The difference is when we are making God first, that by his power that we invoke over us, he helps us to meet the challenges and the obstacles and to overcome them. So I have a very good and blessed life, and I'm very thankful to God for that. But it is a challenge because we are all challenged on a daily basis. We're all in spiritual warfare every single day. Most people don't realize that. Uh, And some would even laugh and scoff at that. And you can do that. That's fine. But that doesn't change the truth and the fact of the matter. And the fact of the matter is that we are all in spiritual warfare on a daily basis. So it's very important to, A, know this because Hosea 4, 6, God says, my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. So knowledge is power and power perceived is power achieved. So it is important to thirst for knowledge. And that way you can be empowered. And that way you can see the truth and know the truth and speak the truth and maybe even teach the truth. Hmm. Somebody mentioned in a question, they sent a question in for you, but so we talked about uh, the, the, uh, the, the death coming there once again of, of going across the land, killing, killing the firstborn others. Who knows? Yeah. Okay. So there's that. And the, and in, in Matthew 24, it says, such as the days of Noah, so shall it be when the son of man coming with the soul will be when the son of man comes. Well, in the days of Noah, I'm sure they were a continuance of Sodom and Gomorrah. Yep. So we have that, and we have the plagues, and then you, and then you mentioned the animals, uh, and I know yep. that just earlier this summer, 10,000 cattle dropped dead out west. Nobody's ever That's explained right. that. They dropped that story real quick, didn't they? They sure they did. Off of that real fast. How, how, how do they get? How's that? And so, so we, and then you mentioned the fish, insects, and then somebody put it in the chat. Well, are are those a representative? And you said yourself that. History is repeating itself. Yeah. So, so are those, are those the plagues of Egypt? I believe that they are part of it. Yes, I do. Uh, and I believe this is all part of the biblical signs and the and the vials being dumped out uh, from the angels in heaven. Uh, the the bowls and the vials. Uh, there's something else taking place that's been taking place, to my knowledge, since 2011. These sounds that are being heard from all over the world. Um, Summer trumpet sounds. I've heard, I've personally heard them myself. Um, so I know it's real. But some are like these trumpet sounds. Other sounds are like uh, booms. I have a friend in New Jersey that was awakened at 4 a.m. Uh, last week, I think it was. His house, he heard this boom and his whole house shook. And he and all the neighbors came outside. Nothing there. Mm-hmm. And it's been going on for the last two weeks. Now it's happening in other parts of New Jersey and other parts around America and and the world as well. And the news is just now starting to cover it. And don't worry, they'll come up with a cute little story that they'll wrap Mm. that up in a nice little bow and it'll be, uh, oh, that's coming from a factory or that's coming from, you know, isn't it Mm. amazing? Any intelligent individual, anybody with a scintilla of intelligence if you're watching a news broadcast like that and they come out and say, oh, yeah, it's coming from this factory over here. Or whatever. Okay, so this never happened before from the factory. <laughs> it's happening all of a sudden and the people are getting out of right. bed at four in the morning and going outside going, what's... So that's always been happening at the factory, but just now people are just now realizing and feeling the effects. It just boggles my mind, Daniel, mm-hmm. how people 
are so dumbed down, not everybody, mm-hmm. but they will just go along with anything. So when a, an answer, as preposterous as it may be, is presented, they'll say, oh, yeah, didn't you hear that? I saw that. It was right on the news. I saw that. That's what they said. It was that factory that was doing that. Right. It's it's the same sort of gas. <laughs> right. It's the same gaslighting they're doing with people dropping dead. Yeah. Oh, it's just adult thing. sudden death syndrome. That's all it is. And people, the people, I guess they, they, the, 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 the objection is if, if, if they don't agree with it, then they have to think about what could be the cause. And that scares the crap out of them. So yep. they would just assume somebody tell them, Hey, it's sudden adult death syndrome. Oh, that thing. Okay. Yeah. Well, hope yeah, I don't get that. it. Is it contagious? Yeah. Hope I don't get it. There you go. You know, or the, and you know, I, I'm thinking about that cattle now, and I did see a story on that, and, and this is another preposterous thing. They died of heat stroke because they had a big heat wave there, and they dropped it. Well, wait a minute now. I've never in my lifetime heard of uh, that amount of cattle dropping. I never heard of any cattle dropping from heat stroke or anything like that <laughs> in my I lifetime. Mean, and no. now all of a sudden, uh, you know, this huge number of cattle have dropped, and it was because of a heat stroke. Oh, okay. It was that heat stroke. That's what did it. That was on the news. Didn't you see that? My goodness, that's it. So, so, Next. so, so we have, so we have, we have the plagues, and we have all these things that are, and we have the evil. And yeah. another thing was before, before Noah, in the days of Noah, there were still giants in the land. And the guest, that's right. The guest that I had on just before you said that a giant at Area 51 came out of stasis, and they had some kind of security breach down there. So that kind of I'm seals, that kind of seals the deal. Now we've got the giants, we've got the plagues, we've got every, we've got history repeating itself. Right and there. we've always, and let me tell you, there are, and I talked about this last night as well, there have been skeletons that have been unearthed of giants that ranged from nine feet tall to 36 feet tall. That's the fact. And if you do the research, you'll see it, you'll find it. There's photographs of these things. Mm-hmm. It exists, and they exist. And furthermore, when Yahweh caused a great flood, now, this is going to be something that people, some might say, oh, he's crazy, and that's fine. You can say I'm crazy all you want. But Psalm 68, 17 says the chariots of God are 20,000, okay? So these UFOs were created, in my opinion, by God, by Yahweh. Um, they are flying Merkaba chariots, and they're mentioned all throughout the Bible. But when Satan and the Benai Elohim, the sons of God, a third of the angels, were cast out of heaven, they came down in those flying chariots, in those flying craft. They took human women, had sexual intercourse with them, producing a hybrid offspring of giants called the Nephilim. The Nephilim, they tried to sustain the Nephilim with the foods of the earth, and they couldn't. So then the mm-hmm. Nephilim became man-eaters. Mm-hmm. And the Nephilim also went into the uh, fields and the forest and had unnatural sex acts with the beasts of the field, apes, bears, dogs, wolves, and everything else. And that is the Bigfoot, Sasquatch, Sabe creatures. They are the offspring of the offspring. And they are every bit as supernatural as they are flesh and blood. And so, uh, Daniel, this rabbit hole goes deep. And, And so when Yahweh caused the flood, I believe that some of those Nephilim escaped. They got in those flying chariots, mm-hmm. which became Vamana, the evil flying chariots, and they escaped and went to places like Mars. And then when the floodwaters receded, they came back and it continued. So there have always been giants here. Mm-hmm. And uh, so again, 
not only the Nephilim giants, but these Bigfoot Sabe Sasquatch creatures as well. Now, another thing that I'll say, because I've had personal experiences with them also, I know they're real. I've had personal experience for whatever reasons. It's almost like the principles. Yes, they are a cursed breed because of what the Nephilim did, which are the cursed sons of God. However, like people, there are some that are good or have good intentions or let's say sort of shy away from human beings and really don't want any contact, might have a curiosity, but really don't. And then there's the other types that are man-eaters and they're absolutely devious and evil. Uh, so I find that interesting that that principle kind of goes into even that area of how those beings operate and what the intentions are. Mm. And about, I say that from personal experience. You say the offspring of giants. I'm just wondering, we were talking earlier about that grinder woman or man or whatever. Yeah. There, right there. I mean, she has, un, un, whatever the case is, she has unnatural affection because she's married to another woman and yeah. she's a giant. So definitely some kind Six of offspring. Nine. Yeah, that would fall in the giant category. You better believe it. Uh, there's not many six foot nine women walking around. That's for sure. <laughs> I bet you scared. <laughs> right? the, no, I bet you scared the crap out of the Russians. They didn't know what was going on over there. Well, I found this interesting too, and I got so disturbed by it, but I had to cut the. So I was reading the story, and I was reading the comments of people, mm -hmm. and I got so disturbed by it, I just had to cut it off. Uh, what I read was, and what I kept reading. First of all, I read that she was under cruel and, and uh, in inhumane conditions. And you know why, Daniel? Because they forced her to watch the WNBA, and that just tortured her. That's what the story said. Wow. So, so then I went down to the comments, and I'm already just shaking my head. I, I'm just I'm in disbelief. I still am. <laughs> Uh, I'm going down to the comments and I'm reading comment after comment. They cut Britney's dreads. They cut Britney's dreads. And I'm thinking, this is just, I can't read any more of this because it's so upsetting to me. I, I had to cut it off. So that was the main concern of the people. Not that a basketball player was traded for a warlord. They weren't concerned about that. They were concerned because they cut Britney's dreads off. <laughs> wow. I had to get away from it. I had to end yeah. it right there because it was getting too upsetting for me. Yeah. Well, those type of people, Bill, when the society breaks down, I'm not I'm not looking to help them repopulate and re repopulate the earth because we don't need that kind of repopulation going on. It's. I saw another story, and I should have sent you this link, uh, and I don't know if we mentioned it earlier or not, about the, the little baby with the two transgenders. Uh, they got a hold of a little baby, and they were trying mm -hmm. to make the baby suck on the nipple oh, of a yeah. man. Uh, I, so we, when we see these types of things taking place, you know, where, again, where are the child abuse laws, the child mm -hmm. endangerment, where mm -hmm. are those laws? Uh, where are those laws when you're having drag shows in bars and clubs and libraries and even churches now? Mm -hmm. uh, I've seen videos where the pastor has come out in drag and he's giving a sermon in drag and bringing another drag queen out and, and the children are going up and, and, and in one, the, one little a girl touched the drag queen the private parts 
this is a man now dressed up as a woman and this little child's touching mm -hmm. the man's private parts and the, the individual isn't doing anything to stop that child from doing it. These are sex acts and these are, this is high wickedness. Where's the protection for these children? Uh, these individuals should be thrown into jail. This, this is not the law of the land. This is certainly not God's law and order, that's for sure. And, and this is Aleister Crowley, uh, full manifestation of do what thou will is the whole of the law. Mm -hmm. That's exactly what is taking place here. So anybody can do everything, anything and everything. And it's okay, because if you're down with the cause, man, you're in and you can do anything. You got a guy, like you said, in this uh, holding a high uh, place in this Department of Energy, dressing mm -hmm. up like a woman. And he's going around stealing a high-priced luggage out of airports. This individual is probably making two, three hundred thousand dollars a year in his position, mm -hmm. and he's going around stealing luggage, uh, high-priced luggage out of airports. And and like you said, Daniel, he ain't gonna be fired when this all passes over. He'll come back. It'll be mm -hmm. business as usual. There's mm -hmm. another individual that works in the um, administration uh, that is an open Satanist. And uh, you could see all the pictures. I can't think of his name right now, but mm -hmm. uh, he's another one like that's openly satanic and, mm -hmm. and all this S&M uh, garbage is put. And, and these people are a part of the American administration of the president of the United States. That is so disturbing to me. Mm -hmm. I, I can't even... It's upsetting. It's absolutely and, upsetting. And then you, then you got that. You got that Levine woman. The, the Babylon B says she was uh, the man of the year, and, and then they kicked her, kicked Babylon B off Twitter. But uh, so it's a freak. You no, know, it's a freak show. We're in. It is it's, it's it's a major freak show. Now I'm going to say this: What parent in their right mind? Your parent. Your you are your role as a parent is in part a protector of your child you are also in charge of shaping that child uh through ideas and ideals and values that this child will turn out to be a productive member of society and a good man or woman um so you as a parent you're in charge of all these things this is your responsibility so how in the world could any parent subject their child to such wicked and heinous acts and think mm -hmm. that that's okay mm -hmm. and be right down with the cause. Right. They're obviously they're, they're co-conspirators. They should be Correct. arrested at, as Correct. a facilitating that, you know, in the first hour, Bill, I mentioned Kurt Cameron, not getting a gig at a library. That really wasn't the story. The story was his publicist said to him, no library will take your program. They can't get him a gig. I believe it. I believe it. And it's coming to that. I said to my wife earlier that it's going to come to where, and I've already seen this with, look, I don't have a large audience on my little show, but it's dwindling even more because they are burying my show in the, uh, in the YouTube circulation. So it's like, they're doing their best to just try and stamp it out. And um, so I'm surprised that I even have a show left. I'm surprised they haven't even taken it off and, and taken it off of YouTube or whatever, but mm -hmm. I'll deal with it accordingly. Uh, and God is in control and in charge of everything. But they want to get rid of people like us. They do not want people talking truth. They do not want people standing up for what is good and for what is right. And they certainly don't want people to be representatives of the Most High God and His Son, Yahshua, Jesus the Christ. 
They don't want it. They want to get rid of people like us so they can have their version of. Mm -hmm. And again, this is literally, and the devil has been given this by God, this opportunity to be in control and literally try and recreate man in his image and his likeness after his kind. That's exactly what is going on here. Now, I find it interesting, and I hate no one. I love people, and I want to help people, but I'm speaking truth. And I find it interesting that, like, the LGBTQ group is affiliated with the Temple of Satan. Mm -hmm. um, they're affiliated with Black Lives Matter as well. All these groups seem to be joining forces now. And, and so when you see that, you got to scratch your head and go, okay, well, what? why is this? Why would these people be doing this? What? We want freedom. Okay. You, so you live in a free country. <laughs> try and go to Russia or some of these other places in the Middle East and try some of this stuff over there and see how that works for you. It's not going to end well. Um, so you live in a free country and you can do whatever you want to do, but that's not good enough for you. You want freedom. You want everything. You want it now. You don't want to work. You want to be given everything. Everybody wants a trophy and everybody can do anything and everything. And don't you dare say anything or criticize them in any way. Cause if you do, you're going to be finished and ruined because you're not down with the cause. Hmm. Well, you know, they already kicked me off. The only reason this show's going on, cause it's still, it's still, it's on rumble. We're streaming live on rumble and off our, off our website. Well, brother Bill, we'll get near the end of the broadcast. And I, wow. I see a couple of thanks already come in for you. It says, uh, thank Thank you, Bill, for, uh, um, coming on the program and uh, several thanks that you come on the program in, in there. So, well, I love being on the program and I thank all of you for watching and thank you, brother Daniel, for having me. I truly appreciate it. It's always great to get together with you and the way we could talk, man, we could make the time go like that. Cause there's always so much to talk about. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and hopefully you'll have me back again in the future and we'll mm -hmm. touch on some more topics. And I'm certain by the next time that I come back, there'll be a plethora of fresh new information to talk about. Right. As I said, we got this is a second of at least a three-part series. This is for <laughs> yeah. just just for this quarter of the year. But no, yeah, I appreciate you being a, a regular guest and coming on. And uh, uh, and and you know we've hit you up a, a couple times for this, and it's suggested it just came in. Said, would you pray for the listeners for health and their and their souls? Yeah, absolutely. And and uh, Father, I thank you and praise you for this blessing and appointed time, and thank you and praise you for this. Uh, fellowship with brother Daniel and for all of his uh, viewers and listeners to the show. I ask that you bless Daniel and his family and keep them in your hedge of protection 24 hours a day, seven days a week for life and continue to bless them with an abundance of love, peace, joy, good health and prosperity as well. And I pray the same for the, everybody that is taking part in this broadcast right now. Father, I ask that you keep them in your hedge of protection. And I also ask that you send giant warrior angels to them to remove any demons, strongholds, attachments, uh, legal rights, curses, hexes, vexes, and spells that may be on them. Father, I hope and pray that they will take to heart what I've said about coming back to you and making you first. Therefore, you'll send Jesus into their lives. And I ask that you reward their faith by blessing them with an abundance of love, peace, joy, good health, and prosperity. And for those that have taken this jab, I ask that you forgive them. They did not know what they were doing. And I ask that you have mercy on them and just bless them, Father, and help them. 
And please, Father, help us to endure because we know this is not a race. It's an endurance contest. And please help us to endure. Keep us strong. And I certainly pledge to always keep you first in all things. And I pray the same for Daniel and everybody that's partaking in this broadcast right now. We thank you and praise you and glorify you for everything forevermore. In Yahshua, Jesus the Christ's name, it is so. Glory, hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Brother Bill, once again, I appreciate it. Uh, iron sharpening and iron on the program. Love it having you on the show. Yeah. And uh, we'll, we'll have you. Somebody's trying to get, somebody's trying to suggest that you start playing your guitar, but I don't think you probably want to. <laughs> Maybe next time. Maybe sure. next time we'll, uh, we'll we'll sit down and you sing and I'll play. <laughs> okay, man. I'm a good, I'm a good singer because I'm a cowboy, man. Uh, no doubt about that. So, okay. all right, my brother. Well, thank all you right. again. Uh, let's get together on the next date and uh, looking forward to it. All right. Thanks so much. God bless you, brother. God bless you, Bye-bye. too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.